Santa's dropping off way more than you expected this year. Thanks to Xfinity, the whole family can enjoy great coverage and fast, reliable internet speed up to gig, all at a great value. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. And you're back on Right Now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. Your daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an America First perspective. Shortly after taking office, President Donald Trump posted on public media that Barack Obama had wiretapped his campaign. What followed, you remember, was a months-long media freakout accusing Trump of lying and promoting conspiracy theories. Of course, in the years since, we've learned that listening to the campaign's phone calls was just the tip of the iceberg of the actual spying that took place against the Trump campaign. Obama's intelligence and law enforcement agencies also used a fictional dossier commissioned by the Clinton campaign to smear Trump, sent undercover operatives to entrap his campaign associates, and colluded with foreign governments in an effort to defeat Trump and wreck his presidency. All of this may have gone unnoticed had not Devin Nunes discovered the conspiracy and exposed the crimes. In his first book, The Plot Against the President, my next guest documented the breathtaking scope of those crimes, and that book is now being turned into a major documentary. In his new book, The Permanent Coup, author Lee Smith further details how the Democrats have continued using false narratives and deep state, state leaks to prevent the Trump campaign and cripple its America First agenda. The Permanent Coup is now available on Amazon, and you can follow Lee Smith on Twitter at Lee Smith DC. Lee, thanks for coming on. Jim, thanks very much for having me. It's a real pleasure to be with you and um, and your listeners today. Well, in your new book, you pick up where the Russia, Russia hoax left off, and yeah, uh, and yes. where the cover up and the continuing uh, false narrative attacks on this president begin. And it's kind of uh, breathtaking to watch that they have now nominated Joe Biden, who was a conspirator in this uh, effort to to go up against Trump in the uh, the presidential election. Um, where do you see uh, the ongoing effort by Bill Barr to uncover this uh, this attempted coup and uh, what chance it might have to expose uh, the depth of the wrongdoing prior to November 3rd? Yeah, I, I think, uh, uh, well, I, I know for sure that the uh, attorney general is very intent on, on getting to the bottom of what happened with this, uh, you know, with this operation targeting first the Trump campaign and the transition team and then the presidency. And that's why he's uh, got a number of prosecutors, uh, U.S. attorneys looking at this. I mean, the, the one that, that most people know is John Durham. He's looking at the origins of the um, phony investigation of the Trump team's ties to Russia, but there are, are two others as well. There's uh, there's Mr. Jensen from uh, from Missouri, and there's also um, Mr. Bash from Texas. So it's 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 a very serious very serious series of investigations right now. As as you and your listeners know, the Kevin Kleinsmith yesterday, uh, uh, what day or what Wednesday, he pled pled guilty to making uh, false statements. Um, and uh, I think it's fair to assume that his 
plea agreement is premised on the is premised on his cooperation with with Mr. Durham to find out who else uh, was involved and what was the nature of this investigation. I mean, they've been working now. The Durham investigation has been at it since, I believe, May 2019. That's when he was appointed to look into this. And while they have had apparently some delays because of the coronavirus, I think they must have a lot of work and a lot of information right now at hand. So I'm um, I'm optimistic. And again, the attorney general, he said when when he um, uh, prefaced the Klein Smith plea agreement last week on, on, on television, he told Sean Henry, he said, well, look, it's not earth shattering. But uh, it's an indication that the investigation is moving in the right direction. Well, my concern so is that yeah. uh, Durham has impaneled this grand jury in the Washington yeah. uh, uh, district. And right. if he pursues these prosecutions in that district, he's uh, he's going to be, um, you know, uh, presented with a jury very similar to the one that they went after Roger Stone with. It is, uh, you know, yeah. almost entirely uh, drawn from the uh, Washington bureaucracy and deep state. And uh, that he, he really is not going to be able to get much traction there. Well, this is certainly a serious concern. I don't know if he's I don't know right now if they're also thinking about uh, being able to bring charges in other places. For instance, I know that people have spoken about the possibility of bringing charges in the Eastern District of Virginia, uh, which which would present. Uh, a, a little fairer jury pool, but yeah, you're certainly right. Well, you know, you notice if whenever have. they go after Trump's associates, they always take it up into the the Clinton shop of the Southern District of New York, and it seems right. like they can reach entirely across the country and drag people uh, into the Southern District of New York. I don't understand why the Department of Justice uh, doesn't do that in the the cases prosecuting uh, this uh, this Russia hoax as well. Right. I mean, I think we'll have to see. As it develops, I, I, again, I know that I, I, I myself am uh, frustrated. There hasn't been more action on this. And the way that I look at it is I, I, I believe that people will be brought to justice. Despite that fact, we also have to we also have we also have to look at the um, the series of operations targeting President Trump. I mean, look, while we've been waiting for charges to be brought. Uh, against the FBI and other figures involved in this, you know, in the, in the phony crossfire hurricane investigation, they impeached the president, you know, on, 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 on bogus charges. So their operation, the operation joining the press and government bureaucrats and Democratic uh, Party leaders, this marches on. This continues to go on. And this is part of what we're seeing with this uh, with this mailbox conspiracy nonsense. And this is uh, as silly and as stupendously dumb as it is, the idea that Trump is somehow uh, stealing and hiding mailboxes. It's laying the ground for uh, for conflict after the election in the event that uh, President Trump is reelected. So all of these things are a big concern. And again, while I think that with the Russiagate conspiracy theory, there will be charges brought, there will be justice we have to look around and say they continue to do it. We are, uh, or justice is, at least two steps behind. That's a concern. Well, the Democrats have perfected their model of the Alensky tactic of accusing your opponent of whatever you're doing yourself. And uh, that's that's illustrated in the, the mailbox hoax. Mm-hmm. 
the Democrats are attempting to deploy yeah. uh, these mail-in ballots that they're going to airdrop all over the blue states to uh, to create confusion and uh, reasons to challenge the outcome of this election. Tell us about uh, your new book, The Permanent Coup, uh, yeah. where, where it picks up and mm-hmm. uh, and what you were trying to achieve. Well, what I was trying to do is, I mean, I, I'm part of the uh, part of the meaning of the permanent coup is to describe the different operations. So I talk about impeachment, uh, how the how the impeachment came out of uh, Joe Biden's corrupt involvement in Ukraine. Basically, as you were just saying, it's a, an issue of transference. What Joe Biden was doing, the Democrats turned around and hung that on uh, Donald Trump. Um, I talk about how the coronavirus was weaponized to target the president. I talk about the, 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 the book concludes in a chapter called Obama's coup, which talks about how the, uh, you know, which talks about the riots and the raising and looting of American cities, which is. Are you caused, referring to the peaceful I mean, protests that are going on right now yes. as the Democrats in Milwaukee <laughs> yes, right. and in cyberspace right. are insisting that the president is deploying yeah. law enforcement <laughs> to attack peaceful right. protesters? Right. The peaceful protesters who show up night after night with weapons and, and, uh, and helmets, right? Those are the those peaceful protesters, precisely. So, uh, I, I mean that that's one meaning of the permanent coup. The other is you just you just suggested it's like, look, there's a real uh, there's a real struggle here. We see we see the vision that the Democrats have. It includes things like spying on political opponents, jailing your enemies, bankrupting your enemies, as they've done to. General Michael Flynn and destroying American cities. That's their vision for America right now. Well, the implied Against, threat coming out of Milwaukee is that if you don't uh, if you don't elect oh, Joe Biden, yeah. that this pain is going to continue. They they keep uh, using this right. term. Uh, don't think it can't get any worse if Donald that's, Trump gets reelected. That's, that's right. That's what former First Lady Michelle Obama said on Monday night. That's been the most important speech at the convention. What Michelle Obama said, don't think it can't get worse because that's you are absolutely right. It's a threat. There's there. There is no other way to read that. I want to talk about the intersection between the the continuing uh, hoax narratives that the mm-hmm. that the Democrats try to put forward and the, the media, the mainstream media in this country carrying their water. You know, I actually think by doing that, the media has done great damage to the Democrat Party because um, by forwarding uh, their continued uh, dishonest narratives, no matter how transparent or blatant, they've emboldened the Democrats to come become completely unmoored from reality. And if you're watching what's going on uh, in, in Milwaukee and uh, cyberspace, you can see the, the fruits of that. Right. Uh, I, I think we're in a very different historical moment. I, this is not like, uh, this is not like the Democrats running George McGovern in 1972 and pulling back and, and saying, well, what have we done wrong? Have we gone too far to the left? And then out comes a figure like then Arkansas Governor Bill Clinton, and he looks like he's representing uh, the, the moderate, the moderate centrist part of the Democratic Party. We're not anywhere near there. This is what they what they've been doing. It's going to be very, very difficult to pull back from, and we see that. That's what the entire party is invested in. So the idea that there's somehow a moderate faction represented by Joe Biden is is, is preposterous. So I, I think the party itself has done great damage, and you know, but certainly the press 
the press has the press has assisted this. I want to talk about the the narrative of uh, Trump receiving foreign interference in his election and uh, and uh, contrast that with the way that the media is running interference for mm-hmm. Joe Biden, who, um, you know, took his son on Air Force Two to China. Who, uh, who inked a, a billion and a half investment in a startup uh, venture capital firm and uh, and of course was you know being paid millions of dollars by a Ukrainian oligarch right um, do you think that uh, the the alternative media that you're a part of and uh, mm-hmm. and the president's campaign is going to be able to get this message out of just how corrupt right. and hypocritical Joe Biden is? Well, they've been they've uh, they've put up a, a formidable defense, right? Because now what they've said is any reporting or any information about Joe Biden in Ukraine is the function of Russian disinformation, right? So anyone that says anything about Joe Biden in Ukraine is it's a Russian through, stooge, right? Right, is <laughs> a Russian stooge. When in fact it was mainstream publications most notably the New York Times in December 2015 that pointed out Hunter Biden had been employed by a corrupt uh, by a corrupt Ukrainian energy company, which we know the name Burisma. So these are facts. But yes, this is what the press has moved into. And this is this is why the press we know now, it's no longer simply biased or partisan. It's become a platform for political warfare waged by the Democrats it's entirely different from what we saw even uh, even 15 years ago, say. So, I mean, I, I think certainly at least half the country understands what Joe Biden, uh, what Joe Biden's record looks like, the amount of corruption there. But as far as piercing through the rest of the the rest of the press, no, I, I, I think that's highly unlikely at this point. You know, one of the things I'm continually frustrated by is the media's coverage of this FISA warrant uh, that they yes. they uh-huh. used against Tar- Carter Page, and they try to right. uh, frame it as if they were just listening to Carter Page, which was anything, mm. and, and that they were doing so after he had left the campaign. Mm. They never tell you that these FISA warrants uh, are both um, forward-looking and backward-looking. Yep. So when they got that yep. FISA warrant, they were able to con- uh, the, collect all of his phone calls text yes. messages and emails going back, well, from the very beginning that he had contact with the campaign, and they never well, mentioned this two-hop yeah. rule. Right. It could go back as far as there are still electronic communications that haven't been deleted. The other, You're exactly right. That's an excellent point. And the other point that needs to be remembered is, right, they were able to sweep up the communications of much of the campaign, if not all of it. So the point wasn't just to listen to Carter Page's communications or see what he was up to. It was to go after the entire campaign, likely including the president. So that's what people mean when we say the president was spied on. That's what you started off our our excellent segment by talking about Trump's tweet in March 2017 um, saying that Obama had him wiretapped. They were going after the president. Right. At that point, he was the president of the United States. So, right, of course, the press has obscured it. The media has obscured it because they've been the main ingredient. None of these operations, none of these conspiracy theories would be possible unless the press offered itself as a platform for these operations. So under no circumstances 
Are they ever going to turn around and go like, oh, wow, we didn't understand. Here's what the FIs on Carter Page really meant. Here's what, uh, here's, I guess Trump was right in his tweet from March 2017. That will never happen. And this is extremely dangerous because when you have two halves of the country believing different things, when you have one half that has studied and researched the facts, because they know how dangerous it is, and the other half that either doesn't know or continues to lie, when its elites continue to lie, that is a very, very dangerous uh, polity. You know, I've always wondered why uh, the Felix Sater's involvement in this or Hank Greenberg's uh, attempted mm. entrapment of Roger Stone right. and his associates uh, haven't been a part of it and, and why there's more t- not more talk of, uh, you know, they, they always point to the Trump Tower meeting with the Russian lawyer as yeah. proof of collusion, ignoring right. entirely the fact that uh, Natalia Veselnitskaya was in fact working for Fusion GPS and brief, uh, briefed right, right. Lynn Simpson both before and after that meeting. Yeah, right. She'd hired Fusion GPS to work for them. You're exactly 100% right that this is never mentioned, including in this newly released uh, complete Senate Intelligence Committee report. They make a big deal out of the Selnitskaya and her colleague, Rinat Akhmetshin, who they allege both have ties to uh, the Russian government and Russian intelligence sources, without ever noting that these people also worked with Glenn Simpson. And you see that that's never going to be reported in the press because Simpson fed the press the entire Russiagate story. So, yes, that's what I mean. We're talking about it's not a media. We're talking about a disinformation platform, information warfare, targeting not just Trump, but the American public. It's terrible. So the important thing is for people to get out there, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners, uh, you know, read, uh, read to get real information. Uh, I hope they'll, I hope they'll read my new book, uh, The Permanent Coup. I'm, I'm sure they're getting all the, the best and most important information from you. But if you're expecting ever to find it in the New York Times or Washington Post, CNN, NBC, etc., it's not going to happen. In the short two minutes we've got left, I'd like to ask you about foreign interference. The press is okay. Res, the press and the Democrats have resurrected this notion of foreign interference in our election. Yeah. And the big part of the story from the Russia hoax that has not received uh, sufficient coverage was the foreign interference of the governments of the United Kingdom, of Italy, mm-hmm. and of Australia in the 2016 yeah. presidential election? There were different officials who were involved. For instance, the uh, Australia's envoy to the United Kingdom, Alexander Downer, appears to have been involved. But I, it's unclear whether any foreign governments, certainly foreign officials, uh, current and former, were involved, whether this had sign off from from their governments it's unclear i mean since we talked about ukraine before we might as well uh remember that in 2016 there were many ukrainian officials who were actively going after donald trump and supporting hillary clinton including the ukrainian ambassador to the united states so yes there were certainly a lot of foreign officials involved is this going on now in 2020 this is certainly something for people to be looking for uh, if, if foreigners are once again interfering 
to target Donald Trump. I'll tell you the biggest the biggest foreign interference in the 2020 election so far. It's the coronavirus, right? The Chinese Communist Party. Uh, well, that was just is, that just happened yeah. to be done coincidentally right here at the uh, in the uh, election season. Right. I mean, I don't. You know, it's we'll we'll learn more over time. But the fact that they failed to warn anyone else around the world, the fact that they closed down internal travel from Wuhan while they let planes leave that were going abroad, they were essentially directing death outwards while protecting their own citizens. It's certainly worrisome. So whether it was intentional or not, that is certainly foreign interference in the U.S., not just the U.S. political system, but in every other country around the world that has been touched by COVID-19. And you can't and help but notice uh, that the Democrats have uh, done a very excellent job of weaponizing this virus. Lee Smith is the author of the new book, The Permanent Coup, and it details where Russia hoax left off and the attempted uh, 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 the deep state and Democrats attempt mm-hmm. to unseat this president and destroy his agenda takes up. Lee, thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for uh, for inviting me on. I really appreciate it. Take care. Bye. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. China steals our jobs. Our technology sickens the world. Now, intelligence reports say China wants to get Joe Biden elected president. Why? Because Joe Biden spent decades coddling China, supporting bad trade deals that closed factories and ship jobs overseas. As president, Biden would do more of the same. That's why China wants Biden to be president. If Biden wins, China wins and America loses. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. Yeah, the Democrats want you to elect Joe Biden because Donald Trump engaged in foreign interference in the election. The same Joe Biden who is bought and paid for by our biggest geopolitical foe in the world, communist China, that has been responsible for this virus that has wrecked our economy and killed tens of thousands of Americans and hundreds of thousands of people across the world. So this week I've been bringing you the uh, the background from the Democrat National Committee, and I've talked a lot about the uh, the the caucuses, uh, the the meetings that you don't actually see in prime time that are taking place during the daytime hours there in Milwaukee. And last night uh, Tucker Carlson uh, did a, a a tour de force expose on this. Of course, he's got a big staff of producers that's able to monitor all of this. And he talked particularly about um, one uh, one of these caucus goers at the Democrat National Committee that uh, was uh, very blatant about the party's intention of abolishing the police force. But there's more, because now it's time for some granular policy discussions, the details of how to run the country. 
Now, we've showed you in previous nights this week some of the DNC's platform. They want to get rid of a lot of the country's prisons, for example. They'd like to do away with bail for accused criminals. But that's just a start, just a little taste, a little appetizer before the main course. So for more, we're going to go to someone now called Jay Mai. You should know that Jay Mai's preferred pronouns are they, them. According to their biography at Wake Forest University, Jay Mai is, quote, a black Vietnamese transgender, non-binary, gender transcendent mermaid queen king currently living out their ever-evolving truths in Winston-Salem, end quote. Got it? Okay, now listen to Jay Mai. Why can't folks imagine a world without the cops? Why can't folks imagine a world... Um, without prisons? Why can't people expand their co- imaginations to include community care, to include an abolitionist future? Um, and I'm talking about like for real, for real abolition, not just watered down DNC version of abolition. Um, we're talking about abolishing the police. We're talking about abolishing ICE. We're talking about abolishing prisons. Yeah, we're talking about abolishing the police, abolishing ICE, abolishing all prisons. We're imagining a world like that. We're bringing it to you. You're starting to get some sense why they're not putting this stuff on TV. Democrats and their faithful lackeys in the media have been telling you for weeks that none of this is real. You're imagining it. Democrats don't really want to take the cops away and leave you defenseless. Yes. No, none of this is real from the Mermaid Queen King at uh, Wake Forest University. But it is real, and there are not peaceful protests. And it was not Trump that colluded with foreign governments. It was the Democrat Party themselves. So uh, we're keeping track of this uh, this brutal assault, I would call it an attempted murder, uh, out in Portland where uh, this Antifa supporter named Keith Love uh, kicked a, 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 a victim in the head for trying to intervene in their abuse of another um, transgender woman. I wanted to play you a little clip. You know, I can't show you video on this show of, of this brutal attack, but I can play you Keith's love, um, the audio from that as he attacked attacked this victim who was sitting on the ground defenseless. Thing, bro, come on now. I know. I know. I ain't trying to hurt no one down there. What do you mean you're not trying to hurt nobody, nigga? You just shut the fuck up, nigga. You was fucking backing up the board, nigga. Fuck is you talking about? You right here, bitch. Fuck is you talking about? Fuck is you talking about? You weren't trying to hurt nobody, nigga. Fuck this, not you, not you, bro. Fuck this, nigga, bro. I ain't trying to hurt nobody, nigga. So the N word is now being used, and this is not the only example against white people. White people are not allowed to utter the N-word, but uh, as Keith Loves and, uh, and many of these other writers have demonstrated, that is now the new favorite terminology for anybody that opposes their agenda. wonder how long uh, we will allow uh, this new ascendant movement and the Black Lives Matter movement to, uh, to dictate our use of the language. I promised Donna that I would talk about the Operation Legend. Um, it is a, an effort by federal law enforcement to bolster um, arrests and uh, and push back on crime in these Democrat-controlled cities. Kaylee McInerney uh, took to the podium uh, during yesterday's press briefing and offered an outline of Operation Legend. 
General Barr announced some very uh, good new news. Um, last week, of course, we learned that the um, suspected killer of legend Talaferro um, was charged, which was very encouraging to see. Operation Legend was, of course, named after legend Talaferro, the four-year-old um, boy who was shot and killed in his bed. Uh, this has been going on for six weeks. Um, there have been a 1,000 federal agents from FBI, DEA, uh, ATF, and U.S. Marshals working side-by-side with state and local authorities. Bill Barr announced yesterday they have made several hundred arrests. Many of uh, those arrests were for murder. The problem with this, of course, is the federal government doesn't have enough law enforcement officers to enforce the law in all of these Democrat cities. There's 15,000 total FBI agents, which is just a small fraction of, you know, uh, the police force in New York City alone. So, yes, it's an effort. Uh, It is exposing the Democrats' hypocrisy, but it will not be able to restore order as long as the Democrat mayors are bought into the Black Lives Matter agenda. That takes us to the end. I hope you come back here again tomorrow right here on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. This episode is sponsored by schwanns.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details.